In a world where the 80s ended before all the terrible movies were made, three brave role-playing gamers will do whatever it takes to make the worst movies possible. But for budgetary reasons, the movies are only in audio. These are the worst movies ever played. Hey everybody, welcome to Worst Movies Ever Played. I am your director, Patrick. I'm Jeffrey. And I'm Brent. And we have a terrible 80s movie for you today, courtesy of the role-playing game Straight to VHS. And let's hear about the characters you guys have chosen for today. I'm playing a character called Ronnie Fax Machine. He's a human fax machine. In the future where this takes place, being a human fax is a lucrative profession uh, where a fax machine is implanted into your brain. People don't trust each other to send messages over wire, so they give them to these human fax machines. And uh, and yeah, uh, he's also a bit a uh, bit of a messed up guy. He's unshaven and he has an LED screen on his chest. All right, Brent, what do we got going on with you? My name is Paramnesia, and I'm a hollow priest. Um, a hollow priest is something we've created specifically for this movie, but basically I have the ability to create holograms around me that are so convincing most people can't distinguish them from reality. Uh, most of the time in my life as a hollow priest, I use these to illustrate stories from the Bible. But occasionally I have to use them for other things. And I dress like a priest would in Blade Runner, basically. So imagine like a priest, except the cowl is silver, and I probably have some kind of dope sunglasses I can take on and off. Fantastic. So long as the sunglasses are dope, I think we're good to go. <laughs> and I want to say, I want to make it an announcement at the top. If the if you're listening to this and the audio quality doesn't sound quite as pristine, quite as beautiful as uh, as previous recordings, know that we are recording this in our own dystopian future, uh, where where we have all been quarantined and are forced to stay in our homes. So, uh, though we all live very close to each other, we are recording this through the internet. I'm not sure if any of you can hear it, but I keep having to try and put tape on the side of a box that is filled with foam, <laughs> and, and it keeps hitting me in the face. In fact, it did in the middle of this sentence. So, <laughs> oh man, it's going really well. Okay, so the year is 2044, and we are high in the sky, and we pan down as we see several flying cars zip past and there are uh, neon pink trails left in their wake. As the cars zip by, we hear a couple of drones flicking past and then we see the Dallas skyline slowly come into view. Uh, over the top of the Dallas skyline, there is a big golden tower higher than anything you might notice in the modern skyline that has a giant spinning calculator at the top. It is a TI-83. <laughs> Over the top of the Dallas skyline, you can see a hot pink neon strip that basically runs over all of the buildings. It almost looks like it was designed uh, in such a way. And we see in more hot pink, because we cannot get enough hot pink, the title comes up and says, A Hot Night in Cyber Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> we get past the bright, shiny parts of Cyber Dallas into the grittier parts of Cyber Dallas. And we see a, a flying cab roll up past the Second Congregational Baptist Church of West Dallas, 
Hey, Patrick. Yes. How humid is it this night in Cyber Dallas? Very sticky. For those of you who have ever been to Texas, it is always super hot, super sticky. It is July, and it is a very, very hot and humid night in Cyber Dallas. So would you say like the streets look wet, the concrete almost could drip, everyone is perspiring kind of Everyone is sweating, everyone is perspiring, people are fanning themselves with their little drone fans that they've all bought from the (laughs) corner stores. And so everybody is trying to keep cool in what is a heat wave. And even though we have talking robots that can drive cars, we don't seem to have efficient air conditioning in all of these buildings. (laughs) God damn it. We worked on the wrong things. We put our eggs in the wrong basket here. (laughs) All right. So as we are going into, what did I say, the second congregation? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a make-em-up, so. Perfect. We, to be. we are in front of the Second Congregational Baptist Church of West Dallas. Out front, there is a holographic Jesus with his arms outstretched, welcoming all who come in. There is also a larger cross on the top of the church, but to be honest, it's flickering in and out, and the hologram on the church is not holding up together as it used to back in the grand old days of the 2030s. As we go through the doors, we enter the church, which inside looks mostly like a regular church, and we see Paramnesia, the hollow priest who overlooks this church. He is continuing to tend to things, and then the doors slam open, and Ronnie Fax Machine walks right into this Baptist church. Ronnie Fax Machine has a long black jacket. And he looks around. Does Ronnie see anybody in the church? Like, is there anybody in the in the pews? Right now, no, there, there's nobody in the pews. It's very empty. It's a, it's a hot Saturday night. Uh, nobody's at church. Right. Paramnesia has been taking this opportunity to relight the digital candles that needed more batteries. So he has added the batteries to it, and then one by one, the blue flames of the cyber candles start flicking back on and it begins to look like a proper service again. Ronnie walks into the church. He pulls open his jacket a little bit to reveal a telephone cable whip that's in a retractable holster on his belt loop. And he's got his hand on it. He's like looking around, like ready for anything for somebody. He doesn't see anybody, but he's looking around. And I assume at this point, Paramnesia sees the man in a trench coat holding a telephone whip, yeah? Yes, absolutely. There's only two of you in here. Great. Also, I just would like to say the Second Congregational Baptist Church at this point in history actually ended up joining the Catholic Church. They both ran out of money for various lawsuits, so they uh, merged much like uh, two failing telecoms would to create a monopolistic church. So you're going to notice some elements of the Catholic mass involved in what's about to happen, primarily because um, I know what happens in a Catholic church and I've never been in a Baptist one. Well, that's all because when Pope Francis attained singularity, the Catholic church just went to hell and they had to lean on the Protestant denominations a little more for actual space. Do you mean mean literally they went to hell or... Things just sort of fell apart. I mean, it depends on how you feel about the singularity, but... (laughs) And there are dragons too, right, in this world? 
Just checking that, making sure that there's like dragons and stuff. Yeah, the dragons burned down all of the churches in Asia and Europe. Okay, great. Yeah, just double checking. <laughs> I think I hit it right with that additional world building detail. Yeah, yes. but they're uh, techno dragons. Techno dragons. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, that's a whole other movie. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so Johnny Fax Machine's walking into the church and he's got his hand on his telephone yeah. cable web. Ah, good evening, my son. Uh, can I help you? Ronnie turns around, grabs a bit of whip, and like looks. And it's like, oh, oh man, you, <laughs> you suck up on me. <laughs> you scare me, man. <laughs> My son, you seem in distress. Is there, why don't you come with me into this confessional booth and perhaps we could speak about your troubles? Just the man I wanted to see, Padre. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Ronnie follows you into the confessional booth. Well, and let's just say that the confessional booth is just two chairs, but then when you sit down, a hologram old style confessional booth materializes around us. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Neat trick, Padre. <laughs> ah, well, well, thank you, my son. Now, I can tell by the prodigious amount of sweating beyond what everyone else is sweating tonight, you're in some kind of state of crisis. Uh, yeah, well, uh, what do you say again? I, I, I forget the words. Uh, 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 forgive me, Father, I'm, I'm super fucked up. <laughs> that, that'll do. Let's start there. <laughs> you see, uh, it all started a couple years ago, right? I decided to become a, a human fax machine. <laughs> you know the gig, right? Yeah, a, a wealthy and honorable profession. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going around town, you're meeting people, you got faxes coming out your mouth. You know, not so bad. And money's pretty good, right? But you see, uh, a couple years ago, Texas Instruments, that fucking building, that fucking building, Texas Instruments, I fucking hate as, those fuckers. As he's saying Texas Instruments, the hologram confessional booth starts to flicker and goes out for a second and paramnesia's eyes begin to glow oh this is something something i said shouldn't say texas instruments in here godly and just like that it snaps back his eyes are normal and we've got the confessional booth again ah you said texas instruments you worked there at one point well, I, I was a human fax machine, right? So they licensed the technology in my brain. But you see what they did? Is they cut off human fax machines from tech support. They effectively have killed human fax machines. This thing's gonna die without tech support. This thing's gonna kill me. You understand that, right? This is very serious. And who is authorized to make these repairs? There's nobody now. Nobody's authorized to make fax machine repairs anymore because it was Texas Instruments doing the licensing and they decided oh, we don't want to do that anymore we, we want to focus on calculators all the money's in calculators graphic calculators fuck graphic calculators there aren't graphic calculators in people's brains you know what I'm saying now if you had the equipment necessary could you repair yourself Oh, yeah, but you can't get that equipment. I've been doing everything I can to try to get this equipment. I mean, I've been doing spam faxes. I've been doing porn faxes. That's what brought me here today. Yes, 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 yes. We can talk about those sins later. But let's say that perhaps Texas Instruments still had them. I'm sorry, you just brushed past that. That that was a major confession for me, Padre. That was was really big. I haven't told anybody that I've done this shit. Uh, Say two Hail Marys, and then let's also talk again about would you say that that equipment is still held by Texas Instruments, and if you could get your hands on it, you could repair yourself? Well, I, I mean, yeah, in theory. Would that mark you as highly motivated to get inside the Texas Instruments building? 
Oh, I, I, I am a thousand percent motivated, but, but there's, there's just no fucking way to do it, man. I mean, the guards, the security, I mean, I, I don't know how I could possibly get in there by myself. I, I mean, I dream about it every day. Oh, by the way, how does a Hail Mary go? You do uh, Hail Mary, Hail Mary. Yes, God, that's exactly it. You just keep doing that in your own time. But uh, you used to go in that building, so you've been inside. You know the layout. Oh, yeah. Sure. Every human fax machine has been inside the Texas Instruments building at least once. So if you were able to get in the building, you could find your way to various rooms, corridors, servers, say. I'm not, I, I'm not hearing how this is going to save my soul. I, I'm here to, to specifically to, for all the sins I've committed. I, I'm, I'm going to be level with you, my son. Oh, yeah? God is dead. Oh, shit, really? Yes. God, I fucking knew it. Jesus Christ. But I think I know who killed him. There's a group of us, priests, who've been searching for decades. You see, before God was dead, there used to be an open communication with God. Through prayer, we could find resolution. We could find solace. We could find the truth. And then, suddenly, prayer ceased to work. It seemed almost as if God's signal had been hacked and interrupted. Now, there's a group of us who believe that this was done by man, specifically by Texas Instruments. We think that the unholy ability that their calculators have to graph so accurately comes from their interpreting God's message directly from the divine. Now, for years, we've tried to gain access to the Texas Instruments building through various means, pretending to be uh, Girl Scouts selling cookies, attempting to convert upper members of their executive board. Nothing has worked. But here you come, in our time of crisis, into my church with the knowledge of the interior of the very building that I've been trying to breach for a decade. Now you tell me that God isn't working in mysterious ways. You see, my son, you and I are about to do something very unchristian. We're going to break and enter and kick some ass and bring God back into the I just got one thing to say to that. Suddenly, we hear the modem noise. And then, like, a fax, like a paper fax, comes out of my mouth. It, like, looks painful. Like, it looks really, like, he's, like, veins are throbbing in his neck. And he rips out the fax, and it's like... It's like veterinary supplies. You need them. We got them. Futuristic. We'll open up your cat and make him a laser gun. And then he's like, yeah, I'm in. Let's get that done. Okay. So we are now, we're going to Texas Instruments to rebuild God. Okay. Uh, That's how you meant for this story to go, right? That was your intention when you put this together? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So... You guys are heading downtown to downtown Dallas. How are you guys getting there? Ooh, what are our choices? How far is the church from the Texas Instruments building? Probably pretty far if we're in the bad part of town, right? You're in the bad part of town. The Second Congregational Baptist Church of West Dallas is, you know, to the west. Texas Instruments Tower is right in the center of downtown. You could easily, you know, take the cyber train could probably take a cyber cab if you wanted. Uh, you also could use the cyber sidewalks to to walk there. Any of them are probably fine. It's just up to whatever you guys feel most is appropriate. 
What do you what do you like, Brent? Do how do you want to stroll through Cyber Dallas? Why don't we walk so we can discuss our plan, maybe? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the busy streets of Cyber Dallas. So it's probably about an hour walk. And as you start walking through the busy streets of Cyber Dallas, you see the absolute worst parts of the city. You see uh, a steer that has been automated. It was one of those like bucking uh, cows that you would see in a bar, but now it has turned into just a regular cow and somebody's trying to milk it for data. As you pass by that, you see some guys buy a lot in 10-gallon hats, and the 10-gallon hats have advertisements running across them on LCD screens. They nod at you, wary, because they see a human fax and a priest, and those guys don't really come downtown no more. Uh, you see some people that are doing drugs on the side of the corner. They jack in a cable to wire up, as it's called, and then once they plug the wire into their head, they just slump into a mess by the side of the corner. And eventually you are downtown and you see the giant gold Texas Instruments Tower. The very top of it, you see a spinning TI-83 calculator that has the face of the CEO, TJ McCune, on the front of it. And he goes, hey everybody, thanks for choosing Texas Instruments. We hope you all have a calculatedly good day. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I can't help. My character cannot help but say fuck you, even though he doesn't hear me. Uh, in the front of the Texas Instruments Tower, you have a standard lobby. It's big, it's marble, and there's a large desk in the front with two women behind it manning the front desk. There are some elevators over to the right side of the foyer, and... That is seemingly how you would immediately get into the Texas Instruments Tower. Now, of course, you could try to somehow get to the top, but you would need some way to do so. So we're in the lobby right now? You're like outside the lobby. You haven't even walked in yet. Okay, so, well, wait. Uh, Padre, what what did we discuss? What was our plan? (laughs) I'm going to get us through the guards, and then once we're inside, you're going to lead me to the server room. Uh, Okay, you got it. How, how about uh, how about we say we're like IT or some shit? Well, they're, at some point they're going to ask for credentials, and we don't have them. Oh, yeah. But we do have this, so I'm just going to play the odds here, and uh, I'm going to do a holographic form over Johnny Fax Machine of Samson wearing only a loincloth. <laughs> okay. Johnny, I know you can't see yourself right now, but trust me, you're gorgeous. I need you to be your smoothest, Dallas-friendly gentleman that you can. And uh, let's go meet the ladies. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, I'm not ready. I, I can't look at women. I, 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 I can't do this. I Johnny, can't do this. Johnny, look at me. I look at me. You don't understand. People hate me. Everybody hates me. Everybody in my whole life hates me. I'm worthless. I'm scum. I'm scummo. <laughs> Johnny, you're not scum. You're a child of God. And right now, you're the most beautiful child of God ever imagined. Don't think of yourself as Johnny the fucko. Or sorry, the scummo. Did I say that out loud? Think of yourself as a gift to all womankind. <laughs> I mean, uh, you led me this far, Padre. What do I have to lose? Uh, if you think this is a good idea. <laughs> All right, and so Johnny Fax Machine is now in the form of Samson with flowingly long hair and just a loincloth, correct? Yep, right. and do I need to 
do I need to roll for how good the hologram is, or do we just assume that it's perfect? Yes, let's roll your intelligence for that. Great, and then I also get a hologram modifier. Okay. Oh, two passes. Great, it looks exactly like it should. He looks like a huge man with beautiful flowing hair, and he's only wearing a loincloth. And as soon as he walks into this place, the lady on the left goes, hi, sir, thank you for coming to Texas Instruments. Uh, we're gonna need you to put on some clothes. Uh, 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 no, I was uh, hired for a party. Oh! I was hired for a party. All right, uh, who are, whose party are you here for, sir? I, I was hired by HR. You were for the party. The the person with no clothes on was hired by HR to come on a Saturday night when we're closed. Cause you got some executives who want to party. Roll charisma. Oh, 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 oh. I knew this was a bad idea. I'm trying to warn you, Brett. Who oh, failed? No passes. They're like, okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, here's what we'll do. Uh, if you can go wait on the corner, we will absolutely call the person that uh, called you for the party. That sounds great. We'll have them come down here and they'll get you right up. Sound good, sir? Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness, Joshua, there you are. H hello, everyone. I'm so sorry, uh, Joshua. Has, uh, he's, he's one of our simple parishioners and we've been taking care of him and he has a tendency to wander off at night. Tired for a party? Uh, you know what? I mean, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, we're, we're really just, you know, watching the desk here on a day that we are closed. And now's a good time to remind everybody here that we are, in fact, closed. Great. And so y'all can uh, y'all can have a good night. Yeah, we're, we're just going to we're on our way out. And, you know, I, I think it's really brave of you guys staying here so understaffed. You know, I imagine the security presence isn't what it normally is on a night like this. So it's really just you guys keeping people out at this desk. Party? Uh, uh, party? Uh, party? I, I, I assure you, sir, if, if there is any concern for Texas Instruments well-being, we are a, a company that takes our security seriously. this hologram. Now, I, I don't want to be too forward, but I do have plus three charisma. I got to get out of this hologram. <laughs> I got to get out of this uh, have, have you Have you considered religion in your own lives, sisters? Well, yes, I'm, uh, I was raised Baptist. Oh, well, I'm the... Preacher over at the Second Congregational Baptist Church in West Dallas. Can't do it again. Oh, oh, you know, I go to the Third Congregational over in Richardson. That sounds great. He's whispering. Is he okay? He he does that. You just kind of have to let him go. Okay, you guys have a wonderful evening. Um, all right, I grab, I grab Johnny Fax machine and we walk out the door. Right after I walk out, I would love to fill the entire lobby with blood. Okay, great. And so you walk out and roll your hologram to see if it is successful. Oh, two passes. Okay, so the entire lobby is immediately filled with blood and they're like, oh my God, oh my God. And they immediately hit the security button on the bottom of the desk. Why didn't you just do that in the fucking first place? I needed to know if they'd be tricked by religious iconography. Motherfucker. Oh, that was the worst 12 hours of my life. 
You were a good sport, Johnny Fax Machine. I'm not good at chit-chat! And so they uh, hit the alarm button, and then as soon as that happens, uh, they pull out laser guns at, from below their desk, and they get on top of their desk to avoid getting hit by the blood, and they just hang tight. Okay, great. Have any security guards entered the room yet? Not yet. Perfect. I hologram perfect security guard uniforms over Johnny Fax Machine and myself. Wait. What? They saw you leave. They saw us leave. Now we're going to come back, but as different people who are security guards. Gotcha. I need three passes. You need three passes. Okay. Oh, man. I only got two. All right. So uh, you, you put security uniforms on, and they're like, why the hell aren't you guys upstairs? We were on a smoke break, and then we got the alert on our pagers. I didn't see you come past the smoke break. We used the back entrance. Excellent. Get out of here! Get out! Get, get, get out? We're, your lobby's full of blood. Clearly, you they, need assistance. Something weird is happening. Get out! Their guns are electronic devices, right? They are. I have the ability to hack electronic devices once per scene. Okay. I'd like to hack one of their guns so that it overheats and explodes in their hand. Okay. Yeah, I suppose that is roll your intelligence. Okay, great. Three passes. Okay, so you manage to make Karen's gun overheat and it explodes in her hand. She goes, oh my God, and then Karen is dead. Oh no. <laughs> Donna screams and then like doesn't know what to do. She's just freaked out. You gotta call the IT on those guns. You gotta bring an IT. We gotta go to the upstairs. We gotta check on, we gotta check on shit. Donna is gonna roll her intelligence. But she's like at a disadvantage, right? Because she must be super freaked out that her colleague is dead. Yeah, but that voice is awful familiar. <laughs> and she passed and she realizes that that's the voice of the person that was whispering a moment ago. Oh no, this is going so badly. <laughs> Worst movies ever played? We'll be right back. And she's going to fire at you. Okay. So I guess at this point we should establish turn order. Okay. I rolled a one. I got a two. Five. Okay. Brent goes first. I go second. Jeffrey goes third. Okay, great. I'm going to take a minor action. Please, my daughter, there's no need for, for violence or consternation. Why don't you just quietly walk outside and we, the security guards, will make sure everything is fine. Um, and because clearly that's not going to work. I'm just going to holograph a blindfold over her face so she can't you, see. You need to roll your charisma so she doesn't freak out. Oh, okay. Two passes because she's freaked and nothing is going right. I only have one pass. So okay. she's still freaking? She's just like, you got to get that guy out of here. That guy with the weird voice. He clearly did something, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to hologram a blindfold over her face so she can't see. Oh, my God. I failed. I can't believe it. Okay, so so the glitches start to happen over her face, and she's able to swipe them away with her glove that she's got on her left hand. It's a cyber glove, oh, and she swipes it past. Damn, I didn't see she was wearing a cyber glove. <laughs> we're all wearing cyber gloves, buddy. Uh, and so she is going to fire at the guy with the funny voice. Mm -hmm. She has two passes. Okay. So that's double damage. Yep. 
So she hits you with her laser gun for two. Ah! And now it is your turn. All right, no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> Not that I was ever a nice guy. In fact, I'm a miserable son of a bitch. <laughs> Here goes nothing. Uh, I'm gonna use my trademark telephone cable whip to rip the gun out of her hand. Roll your accuracy. Uh, three passes. Okay, so you managed to whip the gun out of her hand, and she is straight up screaming now. Great. Oh, no. All right, your turn. I think it's your turn, Brad. Okay. I, I'm i going to attempt to knock her unconscious with my techno rosary. It's like a normal rosary, but instead of the beads, it's diodes that are all strung together. Naturally. I think we all knew what you were talking about when you said techno rosaries. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my techno rosary is my melee weapon. I've got a plus three on it plus my strength, um, which isn't high. So let me roll that. And again, my goal is to knock her unconscious, not to kill her. I uh, one pass. Okay. You managed to knock her unconscious. Great. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I think that went well. The blood disappears from the room and we run over to... Uh, the woman who is dead. But we don't know if she's dead yet, do, do we? We don't have time. If you want to get into those technical instruments, now is the time. I can hack into the elevator. But we need to get an ambulance for this woman. Oh, <laughs> is that your priority? <laughs> Think about it, priest. What do you really want? What do you really want, priest? To not commit murder. <laughs> All right, but the guards are going to be here any second. How about you hack the elevator and get us in that elevator because we do also need to resurrect God of course but I'm going to put in an anonymous call for an ambulance and drag this woman to the corner <laughs> whatever you like I have a ability called double hack which means I can spend a token to gain another use of hacktronic and I already I received a token I didn't say it but I received a token earlier for a thing called personality.exe which gives me a token for doing something weird which was the facts uh, coming out of my mouth um so I'm going to spend a token, and I'm going to attempt to hack the elevators to the right. So I want to stop all elevators except for one. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess roll intelligence. Okay, great. Uh, two passes. You manage to stop all elevators except one. So basically what my plan is to – the elevator is going to open – in a second, mm. and I'm going to ambush whoever is in the elevator. Okay, great. But I'm also stopping all the other elevators in case that there are other security guards in other elevators on their way down to the lobby. Gotcha. So the elevator door opens. Great. No one's inside. Great. Okay. Come on, priest. Time's a-wasting. All right. And can we assume I safely deposited the woman on the street and called 911? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. I'm coming, Johnny Fax Machine. Let's just try not to hurt anyone else while we're doing this. A small correction, Ronnie Fax Machine. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have I been saying Johnny Fax Machine the whole time? You have. It's a little too close to another guy. We're going with Ronnie Fax Machine. Thank you so much. That's right. Yes, absolutely, Ronnie Fax Machine. <laughs> My sincerest apology. Uh, thanks so much. Paramnesia is like a little more freaked out now. He was confident going into this, but someone has been seriously injured. He's struggling with that. Yeah. He, we went into this as partners very quickly. <laughs> we, we don't necessarily uh, have matching personalities when it comes to things like sanity. Violence. Violence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so we get into the elevator. I'm just kind of breathing heavy and, oh my God, I hope she's okay. 
Oh my god, I hope she's okay. <sighs> All right, server room coming up. How many floors are there in this building? The Texas Instruments Tower is incredibly tall for a Dallas skyscraper. It is six stories tall. <laughs> Great. He pushes the five button. It doesn't go. Doesn't go. I would like to uh, hack into the elevator system from the inside. Okay. I need you to roll your intelligence. Great. One pass. Okay. As soon as you try and hack into it, one of the screens comes on, and it's TJ McCune, CEO of Texas Instruments. And he goes, Ronnie! <laughs> hey there, fuckface! How you doing? Ronnie, you can't come in, buddy. You ain't allowed. Oh, I'm, I'm coming in whether you like it or not, asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, I reckon I can just shut this down now if I want. You want me to, you want me to, what do you want me to do? You want me to cut the, cut the wire on the elevator? You want me to send my cops down? What you, what you feeling, buddy? Uh, what I'm feeling is you should return customer support for the human faxes whose brains you fucked up, you fucker. Well, now, you know, technology changes with the times. I don't really know if that's something we can handle, but I'll tell you what, I have just learned that I am in need of two new front desk ladies if you're looking for a job. Does it come with uh, tech support for my brain? You murdered him. I'm not really sure. I was joking. You're not going to get that job. Oh, fuck you! Fuck you so much, you fucker! So, alright, I'll tell you what. Let's have a little fun here. You, know, you want to have a little fun? You can't go to level five, but uh, good luck with everything else. And he just shuts it off. Son of a, uh, son of a... Ronnie, <laughs> is there anything you want to tell me about your personal relationship with the CEO of Texas Instruments? Oh, yeah, I mean, he knew me. I was one of the first guys to become a human fax. So he, he knew me pretty well. Ronnie, did you did you want to mention that at any point before we broke out? I didn't know if it was Jermaine. Seem, seemed pretty, <laughs> pretty Jermaine, Ronnie. Well. Just I've got it right. The head of the most powerful company in the world who we think has hacked God <laughs> uh, personally hates you. I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Eh, we'll see what happens. Does the elevator door close? Can I, uh, can I go to a different floor? The elevator door is closed. Yeah, you can go to a different floor. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Can I just? I, I know you're all action and uh, and ultra violence, but I was wondering, could I propose instead of using the elevator in a way they know we're using it? What if we climbed out of the elevator? <laughs> Your funeral, man. <laughs> what, is it my funeral? Why was it explaining? <laughs> Well, if they have access to the elevator and we get on top of it, eh, they could do that thing, you know, and then they make the elevator move really fast and it crushes us. I mean, again, your funeral if you want to get on top of the elevator. Oh, okay. I mean, better to play along a little bit at this point, I think. I am I guess for the moment I'm going to follow your lead here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now we're talking. I, I was feeling a lot braver before I knew there was going to be murder and then threats of murder. Oh, yeah. I mean, you didn't think you could go to Texas Instruments without murdering someone, did you? I thought we were going to trick them with a Bible story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's pretty naive. Hey, let's go to floor five. That's where that fucker's office is. <laughs> he hits five. Doesn't work. Mm. Oh, no five, huh? Oh, you're too scared, huh? All right, we'll go to three. Doesn't work. Uh, two? Two will work. The elevator slowly starts coming up. 
and then as oh, soon hey, as the- Oh, hold on, I want to tell him, uh, hey, you may want to do a hologram that's whisper, 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 whisper. What I'm whispering to the priest is to do a hologram where we're not in the elevator anymore. Great. To make it look like we are out of the elevator and to put an opening at the top the, so that it looks like we escaped out the, out the top. Let me throw some dice. Ooh, triple pass. Triple pass. The elevator door opens and immediately there's uh, a guy in army fatigues with a gun trained, ready to fire, and he doesn't see anything. Right. And he's, he's dodging around, he's looking for you. Great. Okay, I'm gonna roll his intelligence now. He goes right into the elevator and looks up. Now, you guys now need to roll your stealth if you don't want to get bumped into. Oh, my plan is uh, as soon as he walks into the middle of the elevator, I'd like to strangle him with my telephone cable whip. Okay, so he walks right in and roll your strength. Hold on one second. Two passes. Okay, you manage to strangle him with the telephone cable whip, and he is immediately gagging, and his gun drops to the floor, and the other guys on the floor go, they're there! And then they all file in, and they see their friend getting strangled by seemingly nothing. (laughs) Can I have a move here? Let's figure out our turn order. There are three of them remaining. You just got one of them. Roll one die for me, y'all. Okay. All right. Uh, Six. Brent? I've got a four. Okay, great. So the order is Derek, Ronnie, Fax Machine. Great. Then it is Paramnesia, and then it is Tommy, and then it's Big Guns. <laughs> okay. Great. We're probably never, I don't know, this is just a nickname. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was literally you were talking about like a bunch of giant guns are going to fire at us in the end of it. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I just thought I got any big guns. You know what? Let's not make this confusing. His name is Harry. Okay, great. <laughs> so Derek goes first and he fires just above where his buddy's being attacked, uh, which is presumably right at your head, Ronnie. Okay. And he has no passes, so he misses. Yeah. So uh, a little laser beam goes right past your head in between Ronnie and Paramnesia. Whoa, close one. And now it is Ronnie's turn. Great. So uh, how dead is the guy I am currently strangling at this point? (laughs) He's dead. He's dead. Okay, great. How far away are the other guys (laughs) at this point? They are probably 20 feet away. So there's there's one strangled guy in the elevator, three guys 20 feet outside the front of the elevator. Correct. Great. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just deciding how funny I want to be right now. Um, okay. How clear is it that from that distance, from 20 feet away, that he is being strangled? I mean, he he is being strangled by something invisible. He's got his hands up around his his throat trying to pull something off so they can tell that something is wrong with him. And also they knew something was coming because the alarm was tripped and TJ told him something was coming. Okay. Do they have guns? Do they have laser guns like the the They they do. They have laser guns. Okay. I want to do what I did before. I want to hack into one of them and make it explode. Okay, hack into one of them, roll your intelligence. One pass. One of their guns malfunctions, 
and stops working. Okay. And that is Tommy's gun. So Tommy's gun is broken. He goes, oh, what the hell? Good. Okay. I'm going to keep him up. Like, I'm keeping his body, like, upright as kind of a shield. Cool. Uh, and now it is Paramnesia's turn. Great. I'm going to turn the remaining two guns into either loaves of bread or fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you're going to turn them into holographic loaves of fish, right? Yeah. Well, not a loaf of fish, but like one will be a loaf and one will be a fish. Yeah, like a fish of bread. Sure. <laughs> I, hey, I want to give you a token for that. Uh, I like how in character these holograms are, that they're all Bible holograms. So. <laughs> Thank you. I will accept that token. All right. Roll your intelligence for the holograms. Yeah, I've got two passes. Okay, so you successfully turn them into fish and loaves of bread. Mm -hmm. And now the question is, do these guys understand <laughs> that that's a problem? Or is it even a problem? Let's see. So they look at it, and, and one of them is holding two loaves of bread and one fish. And they're looking at it, but it still feels like a gun. And so they're not sure if it's going to work or not. So is this a good moment, uh, Ronnie, for you and I to what? make a break for it? <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. So this is a large open room. Imagine like a, a big room that has columns holding between the floor and the ceiling. It's very industrial looking. And in the center of the room, there are four PCs that all have VR headsets attached to them. Uh, all of those have been abandoned at the current moment, but those were sitting in the middle of the room. Other than that, there is a stairwell over to the right side, and there's exit doors on the left and the right. You presume they would lead to stairwells, and those are probably about 50 feet away from you. Ronnie, I think now's our chance. Do you want to try and make a break for one of those stairwells? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> so I'm going to drop the guy. I'm going to drop my guy. Well, uh, that's cool, but it's Tommy's turn. Okay. So Tommy needs to figure out whether or not he can fire a loaf of bread. <laughs> Tommy doesn't see any harm in trying. And so Tommy still feels his gun in his hand, but realizes he's holding a loaf of bread, and he fires, and he realizes it works. And he's like, hey, boys, they still work. <sighs> He fired into the elevator, but not at either of you in particular. Just uh, roll your athletics to make sure it doesn't directly hit you. Could okay. we say it's at least harder to aim a loaf of bread than a gum? Yeah, I mean, they, they can't really. So I'll let them roll a disadvantage, I suppose. Right. Because especially for the fish, which is like squiggling around. <laughs> I got one pass. What about you, Brent? I've got one pass. Okay, great. So neither one of you got hit. But now it is Harry's turn. Now, Harry is the one that has the fish. And so <laughs> Harry misses on his first shot and misses on his second. So once again, they miss both of you. And now it is Derek's turn. Derek has a loaf of bread. It's a little easier name, but not by much. He succeeds on one and he fails on the other. So he misses you too. So now it is... Paramnesia's turn. I'm going to take a minor action before my major. Ronnie, I mean, my instinct here is to run, but maybe we do need to get to those terminals in the middle of the room. When I say go, can you be ready to try something? <laughs> you got a plan? I'm all for years. Okay. I'm going to create a giant golden calf just in front of the elevator, blocking three feet in front of the three guys. Okay. Huge golden calf, really, really shiny, almost blindingly bright to look at. 
Okay. Roll your intelligence. Yep, I've got two passes on that. Okay, you managed to make a giant golden calf. Now the plan is for Ronnie to run at them and get close enough to strangle another guy. Great, okay, cool. Was my thought. If that's... Okay, cool. I'm going to run at him and strangle another guy. And he should have a massive advantage because the guy's not going to see him until his hands are reaching out of the golden calf. All right. Well, go ahead and I, I need two things. I need your spy, Ronnie, and I need your strength. Okay, let's start with my spy. Uh, two passes. Okay, so you silently are able to do this. One pass on the strength. All right, and you managed to take one of them out. Yeah. You hear one of them go, Derek, I played football with you. Nope, I refuse to acknowledge your humanity. <laughs> here's, the, here's the order. You just took out Derek. So now it's Tommy and Harry's turn, so they would back up. And so now it's back to Ronnie. Got it. So how many of them are alive at this point? I've killed two of them. So there are two left, Tommy and Harry. Okay, great. And they're like in front of me. They have backed up. They've backed up about 20 feet because they someone just their buddy just got pulled into a golden calf and killed. How close are they together? At this point, they have realized that splitting up might be a good idea. So they, they, they went in opposite diagonals. Okay. Hmm. I have an ability called train wreck, which I'm going to use. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, I am a cow. I am a cow. Put down your guns because I am a cow. I'm a god cow. I'm going to kill you fuckers. I hate Texas instruments so much. <laughs> um, so what I'm doing is once per scene, describe your crazy antics, which is I am voicing the golden cow. Uh, a witness of your choice is astonished and loses two passes on their next role in this scene. Okay. So I'm going to make it so Tommy is one of the living guys. Yep, yep. I'm going to make it so Tommy loses two passes on his next role. Okay, great. Sounds good. So Tommy is like, oh my God, the cows are here to ruin Texas instruments. It's just like the Bible foretold. (laughs) And so Tommy's freaked out, but Harry's like, come on, man, I need you to pull it together. Come on, buddy. We got this. We got this. So now it is Paramnesia's turn. Well, based on that, I know that they're slightly religious, which is great. I am going to hologram over myself a sexy woman covered in veils and on a... So where, where, I'm sorry, where are you right now? I'm still in the elevator. Okay, great. They can't see you because of the cow, though. They can't see me because of the cow. But I'm going to hologram over myself a sexy woman uh, with veils, specifically seven of them. And I'm going to hold up a golden plate with the head of Derek, the guy in the elevator we just killed. Remind me how many holograms we gave you or how this works. Like, do you just get to do this at will? That's that's my attack. My attack is making holograms. So you cannot do anything else but make holograms. I can I can strangle someone weakly if they get close to me with a rosary, but that's what we have in common. Right. That's the bridge between us. We can both strangle. We're stranglers. The idea of this guy firing a gun with any kind of confidence seems <laughs> So you're turning into Shahirazad. Yes. Specifically I'm turning into Salome, uh, Shahirazad's daughter. Yeah. So I'm going to come out and start doing a sexy dance with the head of their enemy and approach them and do some audio holograms as well of ancient sounding music. Okay. Tommy is convinced this is the devil's work and Tommy is going to try and fire at Salome. And Tommy gets both of his passes taken away, 
but he didn't pass anyway, so it's okay. Harry also convinced this is the devil's work. Because <laughs> right now, their buddy just got murdered by a bunch of biblical figures, and they are questioning a lot of their religious beliefs at the moment. Harry is also going to fire. And he gets one pass. We hit you for one. Salome screams in uh, pain. Where do I get hit? <laughs> well, he fires right at his buddy's head, so you get hit in the gut. Ooh. With like a laser gun. With a laser gun. <laughs> yeah, so Salome's going to give out some kind of unearthly scream that's like a mix of techno female voice and me just going, Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you like the show and you want us to make more, the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast. So if you haven't done that already, go ahead and make that happen. And if you have, please tell your friends. Thanks for listening.